You're listening to Wildcat Insider. A short hour two. We're only on for about 22 more minutes. Wildcat Insider, the final of the academic year with Mitch Fortner and the voice of the Cats, Wyatt Thompson. Been mentioning all throughout the show that we have K-State baseball coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Wichita State already throwing shade at Manhattan, Kansas with this game because it was just a couple of minutes ago that Wichita State baseball tweeted out their starting lineup. And uh, the caption is, Wichita has quick trip and Manhattan doesn't. So it's already one nothing before we even take the field tonight. Wow. Now, I, I like quick trip. I'm not, you know huge into the convenience store game, but it has been a lot of interaction the last forever, it feels like, on uh, social media with the Quick Trip Twitter account with K-State fans because they're like, why aren't you in Manhattan yet? And there was even an April Fool's prank where Quick Trip put their logo over the logo of another convenience store here in Manhattan and said, oh, plans are developing or something like that. Yeah. It's a, oh, long, yes. it's a long-going relationship there, Wyatt. Social media. You got to love it. But uh, that is a first pitch of just after 6 o'clock. The Cats down in X Stadium taking on Wichita State. Right now we are joined by Athletics Director of K-State. That is Gene Taylor. Gene, how was your Easter? It was good. That was everybody's. It was uh, rather quiet, but a really nice Easter. Mine was good. Just a small family thing, Wyatt. Yeah, it was really good. I mentioned last hour, got to see my sister Leisha and brother-in-law Greg for the first time since last October because of his health issues, and he's cancer-free right now. I'm excited about that, so it was all good, all good. Awesome. That's good news. Yeah, isn't it? Well, yeah. uh, well, Gene, well, uh, we learned a couple of days ago about the passing of John Weefald, former K-State president. I know you didn't have any overlap with him here at K-State, but just it's always tough to lose a legendary Wildcat, isn't it? Well, it is, but, you know, it's interesting. Uh, since I've been here, John and I have, Formed, uh, had formed a pretty good relationship and friendship. We'd go to lunch about once a month. Uh, then, like you know, before he moved up to Minnesota, he give me a call every so often, every few weeks. Uh, you know, everything from you know, we talked quite a bit you know, during the transition. You know, with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, um, you know, always calls with advice on whether it would be a football hire or a basketball hire and. I've always enjoyed our conversations, and I'm going to miss him. He's, uh, you know, he's really well versed, obviously, in so many things, and he did so much for this campus. But really well versed on athletics, and he stayed on top of it even after, uh, you know, he's no longer a president. Yeah, very good man. It's very interesting. You had that relationship with him. Did it blossom because he reached out to you, or are you just guys interacting a lot at at social events? No, he reached out to me. Um, you know, and I, I remember when our first, inter, you know, interaction was, but he called Vicky. Uh, you know, he used to be in Manhattan, you know, half of the year, and then he'd go up to Minnesota. And I think it kind of started because, obviously, it came from North Dakota State. He grew up in Minot, had a, you know, huge relationship back in North Dakota. So I think that's kind of where it started. And then, ultimately, when we hired Chris Kleiman, he was pretty excited about that. But I think he, one of my first, few weeks here on the job he reached out to Vicky and we went to lunch and it just kind of blossomed from there it's been it was really fun K-State Athletic Director Gene Taylor our guest speaking of Chris Kleiman spring football came to a close on Saturday I know like me you were there for for a little while 
what were your impressions? Have you talked to Coach? I, I think he felt pretty good about it, even though a lot of guys were out this spring with uh, injuries trying to get healthy. Yeah, no, I, I think that was the biggest thing, you know, just uh, two things for him is one, to make sure that the guys that he had playing, that they stayed healthy and he didn't add any more injury right. to his list. And then just trying to get a, a good, you know, the best sense he could of what the team was looking like and, and looking at some positions that they needed to fill. But I think he felt pretty good overall. There, uh, The practices, I think I went to maybe two or three practices was all this year, but a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of energy on the days that I went. Looks like the guys were having a good time. It's going to be in a couple of days here, Gene, that the NCAA Football Rules Committee is going to uh, go over some proposal for some rule changes. Some have to do with targeting. It's a, it's a number of things they're going to look at. I, I was curious from your standpoint and your relationship with Chris Kleiman and what we saw this past season with like Daniel Green where he was ejected a couple of times and there were questionable targeting calls. Have you guys had dialogue about maybe a pitch to make about how we could change this to make it better? You know, I know he has, and he's on that. Uh, he's on the football, one of the top uh, football advisory committees that I know he has a lot of input in. Um, and I typically don't get involved too much with the rules side of thing. I mean, we'll talk about it. Um, I, I'm more from the policy and administrative side in terms of you know recruiting and recruiting hours and some of that kind of stuff. But Chris has really good contacts from the from the rules perspective, and other than just kind of following it and paying attention to it. I don't have a lot of input just because. Now, I will tell you that we have talked about the targeting rule uh, from the administration standpoint, particularly the, you know, whether we should kick a young person out for a whole game or is it just a half a game or is it is it just a 15-yard penalty? And I, I know that that's one of the big conversations that they have. And not so much the actual, um, you know, they, they like the review of it because it does give a chance to, to overturn it. But I think the punitive side of kicking a guy out either for another whole game or another whole half is a little bit much in, in some of the coaches' opinions. Gene Taylor is our guest. So many things to talk about with you in a short period of time. I want to make sure I get this in. The Power Cat auction comes our way on Saturday night. I know it's a it's a one night that we all look forward to. It's a terrific night for K-State Athletics. Uh, kind of give us a sense of what this this year's event will be like. Well, I think it's going to be a fun one because, as you know, it's such a gathering opportunity for our donors and fans. You know, our coaches come and they get a chance to sit down and have dinner and get to know some of our coaches and staff. Our athletes are there. Uh, it's a big fundraiser for us, an important fundraiser for us, with uh, money going to the scholarships and, and just helping our Ahern fund. But, you know, we haven't had it in person for a couple of years. Right. And, uh, by understanding, I think we're, we're sold out or close to sold out. We have some great items, but I think just the chance to gather again in a fun atmosphere and, and, and have some intimate conversations with the coaches and, and the athletes is, I think, what people are really looking forward to. And it's, it's a big event for us, no question. I don't know if you were part of this or not, Gene, and I apologize for not knowing, probably should, but this past Friday night they had a big um, Golden Cats event where Coach Kleiman spoke and, and all of that. I'm told that that went really, really well. What was your impression of what you heard, or were you there? And if you were, what did you think? Well, I thought I think it's great, and I know that Coach Byron kind of uh, they started that when I left North Dakota State. It was a a great event, grew into a major event with former athletes, former football players mm-hmm. coming back. I stopped by during the baseball game briefly, and you know said hi to as many of our our current guys graduating, and obviously 
saw you know quite a few of our our golden cats. I think this thing will continue to grow. It's it's a, be a nice tradition to start. They give them their helmet and their their frame jersey, um, and they get kind of introduced to being an alum of the football program. And 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 I think it's great to have that. And I think you'll see it grow quite a bit. I know I was getting nothing but great comments from the athletes that just uh, graduated and finished their careers, and also a lot of good comments from those that were there that. Have been Golden Cats with us for a while. You bet. That's in part why I asked because I saw a couple of those guys Saturday at the practice, like like a Noah Johnson. I think he had a ball uh, as an example. Uh, I guess one more for me. Can you give us a little bit of an update on how things are going uh, with with the two latest projects, with the football indoor and of course the the new volleyball arena slash Olympic training facility, and how those are are going? Sounds like things are pretty good. Yeah, I think they're moving along Wyatt, really well. Uh, my understanding is we're going to be seeing steel going up on the uh, on the indoor football facility here in the next few weeks, and so that I understand will go pretty quickly. Steel should start arriving. You know, I think they've got a little behind with some of the weather, but I don't think it's it's put them you know way way behind. I, my understanding is the indoor is uh, actually on track to finish in uh, this October. Um, and then volleyball, as we said, the, the schedule uh, finishes in June of 23. So I think that's still on track, and uh, you'll, I'm anxious to see the still go up and just see how big of a structure it's going to be. We, you mentioned baseball earlier. i got to ask about uh, Richard Linton throwing out the first pitch. <laughs> did you give him any advice on how to throw that pitch, or did he come in ready to go knowing what he was going to do? Well, apparently Buck Taylor had him go out to the bullpen and warm up a little bit. I did not. Uh, I didn't see him warming up on the on the on the first base or third base line. And somebody said, "Oh, Buck took him out to the bullpen." So he'd rather get advice from Buck than than me. So I think he did a great job with it. That's good. Well, he did definitely saw some pretty decent pitching from uh, the Backcats this weekend against Texas. Uh, it's been a while since we've heard an update on this, Gene. Maybe you could fill us in on any latest developments, but. Back in January, we found out the Big 12 is now going to be considering, with the expansion, you're going to be adding four chairs to the dinner table here in just a moment with divisions. And then it was there was a report last month about, well, maybe not. So has there been a change on that thought process, maybe a timeline that has been extended to maybe when we'll know about that decision? Well, um, the, we, the whole timeline is still hopefully the same, which is, you know, we our committee – did present some divisional options back in the uh, Big 12 meetings in March. Uh, there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm about it. Uh, they would prefer if we could look at some other options besides division. And so our committee is getting back together to do that. And the plan is still to present some options at our main meetings. We have two sets of main meetings. We have early main meetings and a late main meeting. And hopefully that's the goal is to get those uh, solidified by the end of our main meetings. Um, to present kind of what we're leaning towards, whether divisional play, non-divisional play, and what that might look like. All right, good news there. So I have one more question about um, why earlier just talked about some new structures that are obviously going up right now, but one we haven't talked about yet is at Boozer Family Park. It was announced just recently there's going to be a video board added, which I think is a great addition. My question is, did Coach Dabini try talking you into putting a video board in that's the shape of the crest <laughs> <laughs> no he, he didn't he just you know was, uh, we appreciate john and his support for our soccer program he's been great uh but it's going to be a regularly shaped i guess rectangle board but uh okay. 
No, it's interesting. And it's going to be, yeah, you're right, I think it's going to really add to the experience, not only for athletes, but for fans as well. And, and uh, you know, obviously the one at baseball has been, you know, nice to have, and this will be another nice addition for that program. One final one for me, too. We were uh, promoting this as our final Wildcat Insider of the of the sports season, and we'll come back right before football starts in August. It got us to thinking about, you know, great moments. We've seen a lot of things, K-State winning a football bowl game and those kind of things this year. You hired Jerome Tang. We saw a young lady with a 61-point basketball game. Um, what sticks out to Gene Taylor? <laughs> well, I tell you, you kind of hit on all of them. Yeah. Uh, they were all big moments. But, uh, you know, I, I will tell you that, obviously, winning a bowl game is a lot of fun. You and, bet. And, then, and I was really proud of our women to be able to get a win against Washington State. But, um, and then, you know, Jerome, that, that press conference and how he managed all that. But I, from a personal standpoint, just I mean, because Yoki is such a great young lady, that performance was going to rank up there as, as far as I'm concerned. You know, at the time I didn't know it was a record, but then 61 points in a game, I'm not sure any of us are going to see that any time in the future, but that was fun. No doubt. Speaking of Aoka Lee, she threw out the first pitch on Thursday – and it was a perfect toss. Like you can, strike? Oh, it was a strike. Wow. Yeah, Good. I mean, it was a great toss. Uh, it was. It was. Gene, that's all we have for you. Hey, appreciate your time, and, and uh, thank you for coming on once again, and hopefully we'll be talking soon. All right, take care, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you, sir. K-State Athletics Director Gene Taylor here on Wildcat Insider. We'll take uh, one quick break. We'll wrap it up next. A couple of minutes left before we send things down to X Stadium in Wichita. Cats and Wichita State baseball coming up at 5.30 with first pitch just after 6 o'clock. Wyatt, we just have a few more uh, few more minutes left on Wildcat Insider before we wrap it up for the summer months. So what do you do during this time? Because it's a lot of pre-football before we get there. Do you, uh, sure. A lot of... Uh, Things away from K-State do you get involved in, or what do you do with your time? Well, there's several things that I do this time of year. A lot of it after spring football is working ahead towards this next season. And yes, there's only so much you can do. But I I look at, like I update a lot of like individual player stuff for all of the teams, kind of do a little bit of an outline with, I mean, it's been um, three or four years since we've played South Dakota and you know, we've got Mizzou back. I'm excited. So I study a little bit of that. Then you get into May and middle, middle couple weeks there, you know, we'll do a little run on the Catbacker Tour. Um, got a couple of trips planned and some time off a little bit in June and July. And then the 1st of August, you go again. It goes a lot quicker than you think, man. You, you know that. It, where, where are you planning on going? Well, I don't know that we've had all of the plans finalized yet. We're in a situation, we were talking about Easter a moment ago and family and stuff. We've got, for whatever reason, we've got quite a few graduations this spring, and we've got a couple of two or three weddings this summer. Uh, so, yeah, that, that eats up some time, too. We haven't really finalized anything necessarily on trips that we're going to do or whatever. I, I know... I know we're going to do a little baseball trip here in June. Um, looking forward to that. Kind of always do that. Um, that's that's always kind of fun. But uh, I don't know if there's like a real big trip we're going to do just yet. We're we're contemplating that. How about you? You get away? Yeah. Well, as long as there's not a pandemic going on, I usually take a trip <laughs> yeah. in the summer somewhere. Uh, I in June I do want to go to New York City. 
um, back to New York. I love it there. I lived there for a short time, like most people know. But uh, Paul McCartney is having a concert out there at MetLife. Wow. And I think that it's like on a Saturday night. I'd love to go watch him perform one time. Sure. Um, closest I'll ever see to the Beatles performing. And he performs a lot of Beatles songs, if you can imagine that. So that's you my realize, plan. You realize now that he's been dubbed by some the greatest writer in the history of music. I him with John Lennon and yeah, yeah. they should yeah. definitely be considered up there with among the best. Why? Hey, thanks for uh, coming fun. in this past sports season. Still not done, but this is going to wrap it up for Wildcat Insider. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Enjoyed it very much. We'll see you in the fall. That's the voice of the Cats, Wyatt Thompson. I'm Mitch Fortner. The game from four to five thirty tomorrow. Go Cats! Getting you closer to the locker room than anyone else. This is Wildcat Insider. Wildcat Insider, an exclusive presentation of the flagship station of the K-State Sports Network. News Radio 1350, KMAN.